Hi everyone, so today we're going to be diving into Sunny's Blues by James Baldwin. Um, and today I have a guest, his name is Aiden, he's also a student at um, Mesa College. Hey guys, um, really excited to be here. I find this story very interesting and a lot of uh, psychological and sociological um, things going on with this story that I'm really interested in discussing and talking about. Yeah, so when reading Sunny's Blues, it's 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 a fairly long story, and it goes into about how um, Sunny, who is the um, narrator's brother, how he is kind of struggling with fitting into society as he chooses, you know, jazz music and heroin, and his the narrator, the brother, is trying to kind of get a grasp about what to do and how to help him and how to conform him to society, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit about the story. Um, and I wanted to start things off because I know that you have experience with a family member, specifically your brother, um, who has suffered with drug abuse for a long time now. And so I wanted to start off with this question. In your experience and having someone you know take part in using drugs, how have they been affected mentally or emotionally that you've seen? Yeah, so I've had a brother who's been a heroin addict for 17 years now, and I've definitely seen a toll on his mental health. He is, you know, he was a straight-A student, really, really awesome in school, and, you know, he had a lot of things going on at home, well, in our home, I guess. And he turned to drugs and, you know, probably got mixed into the wrong crowd. But from seeing him when I was a little girl to now being 20 years old and he's been on it for 17 years, I've definitely seen him become increasingly vulnerable. And he feels like society is pointing fingers at him. And, and, you know, mentally and emotionally, he's really scared. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't imagine how Sonny may feel. I don't know how long he's been using in the story. It feels like some quite some time. Yeah. So I can't imagine how Sonny feels in that kind of way, you know, taking place as someone who does use. But on the outside looking in, they're very scared. Yeah. And they're, they want something to choose to subdue or subside that feeling. Yeah. And um, that goes into my next question that I have is, the narrator of Sonny's Blues describes how he can't fight with his brother Sonny. He says, It's not good to fight with Sonny because he moves back inside himself where he can't be reached. And my question about this quote is, How might that dynamics between Sonny and his brother, like what are those dynamics when he gets into those fights and he kind of retreats in? And do you think that there, that, that dynamic would change if Sonny did not use any drugs? Um, from my experience and what I've seen and read, I know that, especially with people who use drugs, they're using these as a way to resolve their issues in the moment so that they don't have to focus on it, um, and they can be relieved for however long their high is going to last or whatever. And these people tend to be very secluded from the outside world and even the people that they used to be closest with. Drug users tend to really close off from their loved ones, such as their family um, and even their friends. And so it is 
not a surprise that he's acting this way with his brother at all. Um, it definitely has to... I'm sure the drugs are definitely a major factor in it and why he's choosing to not really engage with his brother and avoid him and kind of beat around the bush and get away from it all. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of if it's solely the drugs, I can't say for certain. It is a very common thing in drug users, but it could also be related to Sonny as a person where he could just be a very closed off person in general. Um, His relationship with his brother might not be as uh, tight knit as his brother wants or thinks it is. Um, So even if the drugs weren't a factor, there's no way of saying that or knowing that Sonny still wouldn't be closed off or feel uncomfortable to open up to his brother or talk to him or engage with him and his family. So I'm, I guess my stance is the drugs probably are taking a major role in the fact, but it, there's no way of knowing that it's all of it. And Mm -hmm. there's, I'm sure there's other factors in the relationship between Sonny and his brother that could take place in their relationship. Yeah. I, I definitely feel similar um but one thing I do think that's being affected is you know when the narrator's daughter passes away he decides to reach out to Sonny for the first time in years and he writes a letter to him and surprisingly you know Sonny writes back and he Mm -hmm. explains that he didn't want to reach out for a long time because he was scared about what his family and brother would think of him he knew all the wrong things he's done to himself, his family, and, you know, his basically his whole little world that Sonny has. He knew that he ruined it because of his addiction. He knows how it displays, how he dis- displays himself towards others. So I think that, you know, when, when they fight, they don't really want to talk because Sonny's brother doesn't really know how to talk to him without somehow bringing it up. Because yeah. it's such a dominant thing in their family. It's like it's like having an elephant in your room. It's like, how do you not talk about it? But mm-hmm. you can't because you know that that person is going to go back into their shell and retreat and be scared the whole time. So I think the dynamic of a family unit and, you know, you can't really just beat around the bush and talk about, oh, how's the weather today? You know, it's very unlikely. It's more of like, oh, have you? when's the last time you used? Yeah, Sonny knows mm-hmm. that that's going to be the weight in the room, Mm -hmm. the weight on his brother's shoulders. So whether he chooses to bring it up or not, Sonny knows what his brother is talking to him about or when he's checking in on him, Mm -hmm. it's going to be related to his drug use because that's his main issue and that's been his main issue for a long time. Yeah, and then it it kind of thing, then it goes into these dynamics, would they be the same if he was not on drugs? I think it would be very different but yeah you know they do have a seven-year age gap that means it's still pretty prominent like you what's your age gap with your sister seven years seven years Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's hard to talk to a 14 year old girl when you're 21 and try to find things to relate to because total different age groups different you know friend situations going on Mm -hmm. so it 
but it would be a lot different if you were on drugs because then you know that she's hurt in some way and you then you really don't know what how to connect to her with yeah i think it's easier to um which goes into like uh rehabilitation and these drug abuse meetings and stuff like that where it's easier to talk to people about your problem who have experienced it or are currently experiencing it so when you're talking to someone who's never dealt or been in your situation it can be hard to open up to them because they won't really understand yeah and we, we can see in the story that Sonny does try to run away from his issue, you know, a few times, and one being running to the Navy, but in the end, it doesn't really turn out the way he expects. Yeah. So, moving on a little bit from there, I wanted to ask you, if you wanted your loved one to be clean or free of drugs, such as your brother, do you think society plays a role in preventing that from the, for them um yeah you know i definitely think it does and a good example can be seen within the story of the narrator encounters sonny's friend um when they're when he's going home from teaching and they talk about the newspaper and what they read about sonny in a newspaper and the brother asks the friend you know, what's going to happen to Sonny? And the friend simply says, uh, disappointingly, he simply says, they'll send him someplace. They'll try to cure him. Maybe he'll think he's kicked the habit. They'll send him loose, and that's all. And his Sonny's brother goes, really, that's all? And he's like, and they both kind of look at each other like, yeah, of course that's all. You know, they're going to let him go. And we both know for a fact they're going to let him go, go on the streets again use drugs again and then go all the way like that Mm -hmm. so it's society definitely plays a role in there's nothing being done after the fact you know that they're going to go to the usual place in the corner do the usual things until they get caught again so it's what do we do to help that struggling person Mm -hmm. there needs to be you know therapy involved of why did you turn to drugs okay what can we do to fulfill you in a better way? Like re- rehabilitation is uh, can be very effective when the person involved is accepting of it. If they're ready to move on and they're ready to get clean and all that, rehab is very beneficial. And as long as they're accepting of it and willing to work on it, um, I'm sure they have the potential to improve. Just the only flaw with the whole... Because they can't keep them in rehab forever. But when they let them go, they're not being held accountable anymore like they were when they were in rehab. Mm -hmm. So it's so easy to just continue the cycle if you get that urge again or that desire to use again. Now there's nothing holding you back. Yeah, because now you're really alone again. Mm -hmm. So if there was some way to hold you accountable or have some continued... Um, just continued support after your process through rehab I'm sure that could have some better results but in the end you can only help someone for so long and be by their side for so long and at at some point you gotta let them go on their own and at that point it's, it's up to them they 
might have no desire to do drugs again or they might just go right back to it. Yeah, and especially in our society today is the US is all about going, going, going and you know, like nonstop working and bettering yourself. So when we have family member or friend or acquaintance that we know that's falling behind it's like how long can we really hold back to hold their hand you know Mm -hmm. especially if they're not willing to go forward it's it's kind of that thing where one day it's just gonna have to click and if it doesn't then you know that all this therapy or intensiveness won't work Mm -hmm. so it's it's hard to say if society can truly fix someone they just i but that's another thing is we as a society can't give up on them whether they continue their cycle five ten times this rehab cycle or cleaning cycle that's where we as a society have to continue hope even if it feels like no matter what you do they'll never change you can't give up on them because the moment mm-hmm. society or the people closest to them give up on them, they're a lost cause and they will just go back to it and they won't have the support system to possibly change. So it's very important to never give up on these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So continuing on, I know... Sonny's brother has a hard time understanding Sonny's dream of being a musician. Mm-hmm. And instead, he wants him to think about his future and go to school. Um, which is understandable. Because a musician, even though it's a very exciting and fun career to try to seek, his brother's just looking out for him. And he wants he knows that the likelihood of making it is not very high. And... Uh, he just wants to ensure that his brother has a way of supporting himself, at least in the meantime. Um, so, Kelsey, I wanted to ask, why do you think his brother uh, wants Sonny to conform to society so closely? Why do we have to pave a future for them? Like, doesn't that make men feel more stuck by not being heard? So... What I got from reading this story is Sonny really wants to be a jazz musician and the brother is kind of wanting him to go to... He keeps asking, why aren't you in school? Why aren't you getting a job? Why aren't you doing these things to better your future? And Sonny's like, I am thinking of my future. My future is jazz music. Hello? (laughs) Like, that's what I'm working Mm -hmm. for. So it's... I I think what's happening here is part of it is, you know, Sonny's brother is really wanting him to be that traditional worker. He wants him to get an education. He wants him to have a good job. He wants him to have a stable home, maybe a family one day. So so the problem is that his brother is thinking, thinking so far in the future, but Sonny's like, I need this now. This is what's making me happy now. And he often explains, you're not listening to me. Yeah. This is what I want. Just because it's not what you want doesn't mean I can't have it. Yeah, and I understand, like, the brother, his reasoning for it. It makes sense. He's looking out for him. He wants to, him to have a stable career that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he can 
you can get. Um, but at the same time, uh, someone especially who is broken down, who's turned to drugs because of their issues, mm-hmm. and kind of has that weakened mind state because of the drugs and the illness, um, I think it's that much more important, especially from family, more importantly from family to support whatever their endeavor is and Mm -hmm. to support what's going to make them happy because happy people, people who in life are happy with their career, their job, their family, whatever it is, don't usually tend to turn to drugs. They don't usually tend to turn to heroin or meth or any of this stuff because they don't need they're content with their life so Mm -hmm. it's more important than ever to make sure that these people especially your family members are pursuing something and doing something that's going to make give them a happy healthy mind state and that in itself will help with their drug addiction i believe and will help make it easier for them to turn away from drugs and get clean yeah but i i think the hard thing in that is yes we want them it's 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 easy to say for mm-hmm. some people to of course encourage them but for a lot of families they feel like they need to take care of a baby again they feel like they yeah. need to get them on some kind of track that the parents think is best for them and especially with sunny if if sunny reverts back and you're telling him to do what you know you want him to do yeah isn't there a problem of how far do you go to tell him what he should be doing you know why doesn't that make him revert back to being stressed out and not good enough because you're setting these standards to get a job and do all the stuff to ignore his dream doesn't that shut him down more and turn him make him feel even more alone and go Mm. back against that cycle so I yeah. think that's what's happening is that Sonny's brother is just really not understanding of how to listen because he wants he wants so badly to have a you know a straightforward future that Sonny doesn't want in some kind of way. Yeah, no, yeah, I totally get that, um, and it just goes back to like his brother's just he's trying to be the best brother that he can he's looking out for his brother's best Mm interests or i guess you can't say best interests but he's looking out it's awkward it's something he's looking out for him and he wants the best for him and he wants him to have that good stable healthy life yeah but he's not taking into consideration his brother's happiness and what that he's doing different lifestyle and why he's doing these things Mm -hmm. yeah so it's definitely something to consider yeah and be more open to but it's hard during that time period Mm -hmm. because you know it's it's a hard time period to live through yeah so switching tracks a little bit here (laughs) uh the whole premise of this story is based around this idea of double consciousness Uh and so i wanted to ask you how does double consciousness play a role in sunny's blues um, so, you know, you kind of have to read the story a few times, at least for me to understand this concept in the story, but basically, double consciousness in Sunny's Blue is, is an awareness of how white people perceive African Americans, mm-hmm. 
And in order to remain free from oppression, they have to kind of conform accordingly to their white society. And this kind of also stems off the last question of, um, you know, why does Sonny's brother make him conform so closely? And I noticed that this is kind of, it's first brought up in Sonny's Blue with the narrator is talking to their mother and their mother's explaining a time when, you know, their father and a friend of the father's were going out drinking and having a good time, having a good night, and they were walking or running down a hill and the friend stops steps out into the road and white men in the car see him and purposely hit him with the car and kill him mm-hmm. and drive away. So I think the double consciousness in that is Sonny, after hearing the story wants to protect his brother because he knows Sonny goes out at night and plays music, especially jazz music during that time. Jazz is a way to, you know, what's the word? Embrace your culture. Yeah. Especially jazz during that time was huge. Mm -hmm. So it's, they're playing music that maybe a white society is unfortunately not asking for or makes them be victimized more. Yeah. So I, th- what's wrong is his brother wants him to conform so much so that he doesn't somehow get in any kind of trouble, you know? Yeah, then unfortunately, this is taking place in a time frame where African Americans were very oppressed. And mm-hmm. you, I understand where his brother's coming from because he knows like at least right now like this is how things are and Mm -hmm. if you act a certain way or if you don't conform in these certain ways depending on if you're around the wrong type of people you you could die you could get beat up you could get hurt like he just doesn't want anything to happen to his brother but his brother or his brother just doesn't want he wants to do the things that makes him happy. He wants to embrace his culture. Mm-hmm. He wants to express himself through music. Just like anyone should be able to. You mm-hmm. should never have to be able to... Or you should never have to hide yeah, from but... who you are, your mm-hmm. culture. And I, it's just two very conflicting points of view. Yeah, because someone who's so vulnerable with drug use with wanting to play jazz and with having a brother who's like oh my god please (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know like listen and do this it's like it's madness in a way you know i think the brothers are at war with each other and some kind of level of i want to do this but you're making me do this and i haven't i have an addiction and i need you know it's hard to deal with and but i have a society i need to conform to and i feel like i'm i'm two wars of how should I be versus how I want to be, you know? That's where the double consciousness comes in because Mm -hmm. Sonny has that continuous conflict in in his head of he needs to conform to keep himself safe, um, get around, but at the same time, he wants to embrace his culture and express himself in a way that's going to make him happy. And I think that conflict of opposite ends is just very tolling on someone especially in that time and mm-hmm. definitely plays a huge part in 
to why he's fallen so low. Yeah. I know. There's a lot to the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a lot of things that come up in the story. You know, if you read it, take notes. Kind of yeah. look back about what you're reading to, you know, not only answer maybe how you can answer our questions, but how to see the double consciousness reoccur in this story. Um the story is a few pages long, but it's definitely worth a read. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can get some good conversations. Maybe talk to your friends about it. Maybe if you have a book club, talk about it at your book club. But it's a great story to know and get yourself familiarized with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great time talking about it. Um, there definitely could be a lot more, but those were the most important questions we had yeah. when we were reading it together. Um, if you guys have any questions, let us know. We'll be more than happy to reply. And thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. (laughs) Bye.